It's the MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show with Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, Lance, and good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. We're going to be talking this morning with Sean Minahan from the Kemper Boys Basketball Team, Randy Beeson with the Carroll Boys Basketball Team, Andrew Clank with the Kemper Girls Basketball Team, Katie Cook with the Carroll Girls Basketball Team, Gary Schmidt with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team, Shane Vaughn with the Kemper Boys Wrestling Team, Sam Vanami with the Carroll Girls Wrestling Team, Deb Danner with the Carroll Boys Swim Team, and Eric Naga with the Carroll Boys Wrestling Team coming up here here over the next hour to an hour and 15 minutes or so. Let's quickly run you through what happened last night with a little bit of the stats. Again, recap stories, full stats, full scores from all of last night's boys and girls basketball, all available on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. You can find it all on the Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network Facebook page, Twitter page, and on our mobile app as well. We'll start with boys basketball. Kemper cruises by Kings Pearson last night, 77-49. Dawson Gifford led the Knights with 17 points and four steals. Carroll Tigers fall at Ballard, 74-63. Tigers were down three midway through the fourth quarter. Tanner Gatto led them with 21 points and five rebounds. Huge, huge win. Tip the cap to IK Manning boys last night. They knock off ranked and undefeated trainer 49-48 to in overtime. Reed Henners had all three of the Wolves' points in the overtime last night. He finishes up with 12 points and four rebounds. Coonabins Bear down to Arweva, 49-36. Cal Hayden, 22 points. Go with five rebounds and four steals for the Crusaders. For Arweva, Kyler Cleveland finished up with 14 points and eight rebounds. Glenn Ralston falls to West Harrison, 68-23. John Whitfer finishes up with nine points. And Audubon loses last night to Underwood by a final of 63-44. Carson Bauer had 16 points in the loss. On the girls' side of things, it was Kemper over Kingsley Pearson, 55-45. to For Annie Glenn, eight points to go with 13 rebounds. Carol Tigers fall to Ballard, 59-40. Cam Shabel led the Tigers in the loss with 10 points. Coonabins Baird downed Arweva 49-25. Malia Clayberg led the Crusaders with 23 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 steals. It was Maggie Regaler leading Arweva with 13 points. Ikea Manning falls to trainer at 90-32. Mabel Langle had 12 points and 4 rebounds in the loss. Glidden Ralston gets 30 last night. There are 30 points from Tyler Jansen as they beat uh, West Harrison 68-48. Audubon also falls to Underwood by a final of 55 to 27. Sienna Albertson finishing up with 13. We'll step away, take a break. We've got Sean Minahan set to join us next right here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Carol Broadcasting is in search of an assistant news director and on-air announcer. If you consider yourself a person with good communication skills, outgoing and detail-oriented, we will provide all the training you need to be successful in this position. You will write, produce, and report on local news issues, conduct interviews of newsmakers, and meet a lot of new people. Carol Broadcasting is a family-owned business with deep roots in the community and provides great benefits package. Don't let this great opportunity pass you by. If you are interested or you know of someone who would really excel in this position, please call John Ryan at 792-4321 or send your resume to john at carolbroadcasting.com. Carol Broadcasting is an equal opportunity employer. 
One of the hottest teams in the area right now is the Kemper boys basketball team, and they're joining us to talk about their week that is 3-0 going into a game this afternoon against uh, Greene County is head coach Sean Minahan. And, Coach, uh, congrats so far on uh, how everything has went since the last time we talked last Saturday morning, and appreciate you joining us here this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys have been playing well. It's been exciting. You know, I, I honestly thought earlier today, I was like, no matter how tonight goes or Friday night goes, I, I'm going to start with that big win on the road against Van Meter last Saturday. But with the way you guys went out and played and, and dominated a pretty good Kingsley Pearson team last night, uh, I'm going to start there. Um, what what a performance last night. Sounds like uh, both the defensive end and the offensive end, minus maybe free throws, uh, everything went well for you guys. Yeah, I mean, the guys came out and, they set the tone. Our, our first, our starters came in and they jumped out to like a nine-two lead right away. Um, halfway through the first quarter, we sub five in, five out, and I went to that second group of five who's, who's been playing a lot of minutes for us. And it wasn't so much that there was a drop off in focus or intensity, but it, they ended up run, run, making it thirteen to twelve um, to, towards the end of the quarter. Um, and it wasn't so much that our guys lost focus or anything like that. They hit a couple shots, and we had some really good looks that didn't go in. Um, we struggled from the free throw line throughout. And I mean, we could have, you know, I think we missed six, we missed six free throws. Actually, sorry, we missed eight free throws in the first quarter. So uh, that was pretty significant um, things that we kind of wanted to clean up, but we created opportunities to even shoot eight free throws in the first quarter. It means you're attacking the round. So that was good. It sounds like the defense too last night created a lot for your offense. What was impressive about the defense? You know, guys just uh, moved really, really well. Um, you know, they, they ran a continuity offense that we were able to talk about ahead of time, and, and our guys went out and executed. We were able to practice on Thursday uh, to prepare for it with, with the weather, so we just talked about it. Um, showed them a couple of clips, and they, they went and then just walked through it on the whiteboard, and, and they went out and did a really good job of guarding it and jumped some passing lanes. And I think the biggest thing is they're just used to seeing a lot of zone defenses, and um, we we are the exact opposite of that. We're a very in-your-face man defense that's going to be aggressive in passing lanes, and, and our guys capitalized on that. Sitting 5-1 and one right now on the season, uh, what is it about this group of guys? Like you said, you didn't get a chance to practice the defense you wanted to run against theirs. They're different offensive sets, but you showed them on the whiteboard and they went out and executed. What is it about this group of boys here before the break that they've just really been pretty focused the way it looks? Yeah, just I mean, you have a lot of good basketball players. You know, it's it's um, we've had kind of a mixed bag of, of guys who are, who are good athletes um, come through here the last few years. But this is you know a group of basketball players to, to take. I mean, to find your last group that was so basketball focused as, as their main you know passion of what they're about. Where you'd have to go back to Parker Bating and Sam Allen and those guys um, back in seventeen, eighteen, I think was the year. Um, so just to be able to like, hey, this is what we're looking for. This is what we see. You know, they can go out and execute it just because they've played so much basketball on their own. And then also that is together as a group they've been playing for a really long time. Coach, let's bounce to Tuesday before we talk last Saturday. You go down to Atlantic, you get a Hawkeye 10 conference win. Um, That's never an easy place to play down there. What was the difference that allowed you guys to come away with the win on Tuesday night? The funny thing is it was free throws. <laughs> we didn't shoot well from the free throw line last night, but we shot free throws really, really well at Atlantic, and we had really good defense. We turned them over and created some easy opportunities. We did not shoot the ball the best from the perimeter. 
um, just shot made seven threes, which is which is a nice number, but we're 29 percent, so that wasn't ideal. Um, but we had a lot of good looks. Um, we attacked. We were aggressive. We got to the free throw line. We went 20 and 25 from the free throw line, which is outstanding. Um, so that you know that in itself was huge for us to get to the free throw line 25 times, and then to act, to actually knock down 20 was, was really good. So I think defense is kind of what what did it for us. They they are a good team who has some nice athletes who and really good basketball players who can step up. Um, they had one guy who, who was able to get 17, who's not someone who's a traditional scorer, um, but as a lot of orthodox and how he did it, just kind of had some looks and they, they made some shots that they don't normally make. So that was one thing we told our guys is they're, they're going to have somebody that's not a good shooter that makes some shots. Um, just something to be expected, but you know, our guys went out and executed and, and did what they needed to and, and built a, over a 20 point lead actually in the, towards the end of the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. So our starters didn't play the last six minutes of that game, and you're still able to come away with a 15-point win. It's, it's pretty nice. How did you feel about that coming off of the Van Meter win? No hangover uh, off of that win on Saturday. You know, <laughs> you know that felt really good. Um, it actually did not count for conference. The, the, our conference game with Red Atlantic will be the one coming right out of Christmas break. So that was technically a non-conference game. Um, but it's still good to go down there and get that win. Um, so it, it's exciting to see. I wish we would have shot the ball as well as we did against Van Meter, but, I mean, that might be getting a little greedy because we shot the ball so darn well down, down there. Coach, let's bounce back to last Saturday then. Um, you know, Van Meter and you guys have had some good wars here in the last few years, and, and uh, this one had to feel pretty good to, to go down there and get that one. Uh, right now, that's their only loss, at least going into Friday's game. That's their only loss of the season. So uh, what was it for you guys, and, and what gave you the win on Saturday? Um, guys went out and they competed. We, You know, we played them, I don't know, five times now. Probably, I think we've played in the last five years or so. Uh, this is our first year getting the win uh, with them. We've had a couple of close ball games. I think they blew us out once. Um, last year was a three-point game in the middle of the fourth quarter. They were able to pull away at the very end with free throws and stuff. Uh, you know, but we were able to do that. We had a pretty much a right around a 10 to 12-point lead most of the second half, and I think we'd get, push it up to 16 and they'd get it down a little bit. But you know, our guys just played really, really well. Um, Carson Caney was injured. He he tried to play. It didn't go didn't go well for him. He, he wasn't ready to go yet. So we had other guys step up that really carried us on, carried throughout their game, and um, we shot the ball really really well. And when you can shoot the ball like that, it's a lot of fun. Coach, and, and talk about that fourth quarter. Um, they gave everything. They put 26 on the board, but you guys matched them with 25 really, and, and didn't let them kind of get that big run against you guys. The way it sounds. Yeah, I mean they kept, you know, they kept attacking us, and, and I wish it would be nice to not give them some of those looks that we gave them inside, uh, and they hit some shots from the outside. But our, we had a group of guys that were just, they were, they were in the zone of just shooting the ball so darn well. It didn't matter. We'd create open looks. They'd try to put pressure on us. Um, we did have a couple of bad turnovers that allowed a couple easy looks for them, um, but for the most part, our guys really handled the ball well. Um, they, they they broke their press well, got some uh, wide open looks for each other, and just it was it was a lot of fun. 
Coach, you guys got Greene County coming up today. I'll be out there to broadcast that. Um, not a lot of time to get ready for that one. So what are you expecting for the boys today? Um, you know, I just want to see them build off of what we've been doing where our defense is definitely making strides. We, um, You know, the other teams are going to make shots, they're going to make runs, um, and our guys have just shown the ability to withstand those runs. Uh, we're able to have a lot of guys play a lot of key minutes for us. So I want to build off of that and we have to be ready for you know a kid like the Doherty kid and the Miller kid who are really talented basketball players in their own right um so we just got to go out and hopefully put on a nice show for everybody to see and uh just keep building off of the recent success we've had well Sean as always appreciate the time we'll see you out there later on today and uh best of luck and uh we won't talk to you again after tomorrow or after today for two weeks again uh, just letting everybody know next Cora uh, coaches show will be January the 7th so we'll see you later on today thanks for joining us yes thank you so much head coach uh, Sean Minahan again with the Kemper boys basketball team back for more from the MC Country Cafe coaches show here on KCIM it's that time of the year for comfort food and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Let's talk a little Carroll boys basketball on this Saturday morning at Randy Beeson, the head coach, joining us. And, Coach, always good to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem, Jeff. Coach, a tough road trip for you guys last night coming off a really nice home win on a Tuesday night against Winterset and then a road win last Saturday against Storm Lake. We'll touch on those two games coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, a 74-63 loss over at Ballard last night. Uh, had some chances. Uh, sounds like uh, down three uh, in the third. But uh, Ballard able to get a couple of runs on you, the way it sounds last night. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a game of runs. I didn't feel like we uh... – Played the greatest coming out of the game. We turned it over a couple times and gave up some easy ones and uh, found ourselves behind uh, most of the game. But uh, give our guys credit, we battled back. Uh, we were down six after one, gave up 18 points in the first quarter and just kind of said, hey, we got to be better defensively. Uh, and we weren't much better defensively in the second quarter, but uh, at least offensively we got it going a little bit. And, uh uh, we tried to speed up the game a little bit. So took the lead uh, in the second quarter, and uh, then they went on a 10-0 run in the second quarter. Uh, so we were down nine going into the third, and uh, third quarter was a lot better defensively. We tried to switch up our defense a little bit, and uh, we held them scoreless for about the first five minutes of the third quarter and got to within three, and uh, then again they went on about another 10-0 run to push the lead back up to 10 or 11 points. And a six-point game going in the fourth quarter, got to within three again with about five minutes to go, and then again they went on another 10-0 run. <laughs> they kind of pushed the lead back up, and we never got closer again. So I uh, give them credit. They made 12 threes on the night. Uh, unfortunately, we knew – one of their shooters was a really good shooter, and uh, he made six of them. So we didn't do a very good job of covering him up. Their other leading scores are point guard, and uh, we wanted to make sure that he didn't get any easy ones in transition. And 
we kept them out of the pain and we didn't do a very good job of that either. So, uh, when you give up 25 and 24 points to the other team's best two players that are averaging 17 and 18, uh, you got to find a way to be better, and you're probably not going to win most of those games. So it was a tough one last night, but, uh, you know, uh, we, we just got to find a way to keep getting better and see what happens moving forward. Open looks for them on those 12 made threes, uh, or at least did you have hands in the face? Uh, you know, the, the Gorsh kid is the one that made six threes and, uh, he had a couple step backs with, uh, with a hand on his face. Uh, a couple other ones were, uh, weren't easy ones either. So, uh, I can't say it wasn't, wasn't terrible defense, but, uh, against a good shooter, you got to get up and, and make him put the ball on the floor. And, uh, we gave a little bit too much room and once again, give him credit. He, uh, he had a really nice game, 25 points. Uh, like I said, six three. So, uh, you know, uh, we we always say threes won't beat us uh, as long as you don't give up some easy ones. And unfortunately, their other point guard got some easy ones at the basket off of some of our turnovers. And uh, you know, when you give up ten twelve points off of turnovers that lead to just layups on the other end, uh, that makes it really tough to beat a team as well. So, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of things that we can work on and try to be better, but give our kids credit you know you go on the road there's there's no easy games uh on the road in our conference and uh we knew this wasn't going to be an easy one and uh give our boys credit they battled back uh, a couple different times there to make it a one possession game and you know a couple more stops a, a couple more uh, better possessions on the offensive end when you really need to get a get a score or a bucket uh the, the game changes completely so we're right there. Uh, Ballard's a good team. Uh, they just got the better of us last night. Coach, I get the sense mixed emotions about the offense. I, you mentioned turnovers a couple of times, but four guys in double figures, so you got to like the balance there. Yeah, yeah. Tanner, Tanner had a really nice night. Uh, made a couple threes. He got to the basket. Uh, got to the foul line. Went five for seven from the free throw line. So uh, that was positive. Evan Hammer uh, had a nice game. Had 10, 10 rebounds again. Uh, a couple assists, a couple steals. Bryce made a couple threes, uh, had five assists on the night. So uh, definitely some bright spots there. Uh, you know, we're just – there's just too many possessions where uh, we just throw it right to the other team. We're making bad decisions. We're trying to force it in spots that shouldn't be forced. And it's not like the shot clock's winding down or anything like that. We're just uh, making some – uh, trying to make the great play or the great pass instead of just making a good solid one. So, once again, the positive thing is there's uh, plenty of areas that we can keep getting better at. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's tough losing. No one likes to lose. Uh, so, we're a little frustrated. But, uh, you know, the nice thing is if we didn't have answers, we didn't have ideas of how we could be better, uh, it'd be really tough. But the nice thing is that we can keep getting better and, and you know, Guys are playing hard, and guys are working hard, and they're communicating. We just got to get a little bit better. Let's talk a little about a little happier time Tuesday night. A, a nice win against the Winters. Had they go on a fourteen to nothing run against you guys in the second quarter, but uh, um, I, I thought you guys battled and took charge of that game really in the second half. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I feel like that was one of our more complete games uh, of the year so far. Uh, we were a little concerned about their 2-3 zone and turned the ball over. And uh, they're notorious for if you turn it over against them, it's two points the other way because they got some guys that are leaking out. And, 
we did a really nice job. I think we had 10 turnovers or less, uh, so they didn't get very many easy ones. And uh, our guys made some plays down the stretch, especially in the second half, like you talked about. And, uh, you know, once again, it was a back-and-forth game. I think it was 61-61 with three minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 63-61 with a minute to go. So it was anyone's game there down the stretch. And uh, we, need, we got a big stop. We forced a turnover late in the game when we really needed need to get one and besides I'm missing a few free throws down the stretch to keep it uh exciting and keep everyone on their toes we played a pretty pretty complete game so that was definitely a a big win for us any thoughts on the Storm Lake win last Saturday I know sometimes hard to remember a week ago but uh it sounds like you guys went up played pretty well on Saturday yeah uh you know Storm Lake lost a bunch of a bunch of their seniors they had a really nice team last year and they lost some of their seniors so they're they're young. They, their best players, uh, a couple of freshmen, or at least a, a freshman that uh, had a really nice game against us. But we looked uh, we looked pretty solid against them too. We shared the ball nicely, had a ton of assists, uh, didn't turn the ball over very much, and defensively we were pretty good. We forced a bunch of jumpers, and uh, we're one and down on the glass. We could get out and run, and uh, made some shots too. So uh, Evan Hammer was really good with 22 points. He was super active. Bryce. Uh, had five threes on the night, uh, scored 19 points, and was really good. We just had a lot of guys in the, uh, score some points and get in the scorebook. So it was one of those games uh, where everyone could play a little bit and everyone got a chance and opportunity, and uh, the, the boys took advantage of it and, and played well. So, uh, you know, we had, we had two two really good games leading up to uh, our game last night, and uh, so I, I know we can do it. I, I know uh, – what we look like when we're when we're clicking and doing things well. So we'll continue to work on those things and try to get ready for Tuesday. Tuesday's a big game against uh, Bondurant. They're really, really good. Uh, and uh, it'll be fun to play at home right before Christmas break. Absolutely. A chance to bounce back on Tuesday night, Coach. It sounds like that's going to be a fun one. So we appreciate you joining us here this morning. I uh, wish you the best of luck coming up on Tuesday night. I know we've got that game covered, and I'm sure I'll probably see you out at the wrestling invite here a little bit later on this morning. Yep, that sounds good. Thanks for the coverage, Jeff. Appreciate it. You bet. Head coach again, Randy Beeson with the uh, Carroll Boys basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up next. We're going to turn the attention over to the Camper Girls as Andrew Klink set to join us. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. Kemper girls come off a big win last night at home against uh, Kingsley Pearson and joining us here on the MZ Country Cafe Coaches Show, of course, is head coach Andrew Clint. Coach, congratulations. Nice win last night for you and the girls. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, yeah, girls came out and competed their tails off for four quarters and uh, we ended up on the on the right side of the scoreboard. Yeah, you and I joked. I don't know. Joked. I, we we did laugh. It, 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 offensively, a, a good start. Maybe the first time all year that uh, that the girls came out and hit shots right away for you guys. You guys seemed to jokingly. You seemed to like to dig yourself a hole and then crawl out of it as the game goes on. But last night, uh, you put Kingsley Pearson in the hole early on. 
Yeah, you know, I we we got some stops on defense, led to, led to some transition, and you know, it's kind of kind of been we've gotten those looks, they just haven't fallen for us. You know, last couple of games, and you know, tonight was a different story. I don't know if it's because we shoot on those hoops, you know, during practice every week or or what it was, but you know, we we got great looks, we got the ball out in transition, uh, we got a couple of turnovers to to get ourselves out ahead, and we attacked the zone, and I mean, we got some really good looks, and you know, put points on the board, so. That was, that was good to see to start the game. Coach, uh, up good uh, there at the end of the first quarter, put 20 on the board, but you knew Kingsley Pearson at some point or another was going to make a run. They did that in the second quarter. I know they tied it up a couple of times, but never able to take the lead. What did you see in your girls uh, that kind of held off that rally and just held the lead and then put it up, I think, to four at the end of the first half or three? You know, I think just digging deep. You know, we, we've we've worked on it night in and night out. Uh, you know, the defense is going to get us places. And, you know, I think when we, we couldn't get the ball to fall through the hoop and we, we got a little sloppy on the offensive end, you know, I think they rested back on, you know, hey, we, we know that we can play good defense. Um, and, you know, we kind of dug our dug our feet in and, you know, got to the half and said, okay, it's over with, you know, we got to move on. All right, on to, you know, on to the second half. Aubrey Hewton, I know, had a had a, a big play, some big plays in the second half. But right there at the end of the first half, how big was that for Annie Glenn uh, rebound and putback? Uh, you know, you could pull out probably twenty five different scenarios or situations in tonight's game that were momentum shifters. You know, whether it was you know Franny's putback there at the end of the first half, or you know Aubrey's threes, or a couple of great stops on the defensive end, or you know. Elsa getting an and one at the hoop, um, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, you know, I think Franny is, she's a workhorse. And I told the girls at half, I said, you know, you got to help Franny out. She's working her butt off getting rebounds down there. She, I think she ended up with 13 rebounds. Um, you know, we got to help her out. Uh, we can't give up those second chance opportunities, you know, because Kingsley Pearson is extremely physical, uh, extremely athletic in a sense that if we just stand there, they're going to, they're going to get the rebound and we're going to be wondering why the, you know, we're down two. So, they battled, and, and I think they rallied, they rallied around Franny, and you know that was that was big for. Her. Coach, it seemed like last night when I was listening to the game that Nick called um, heard Elsa Tiefenthaler and Aubrey Hutton's name a lot in the second half. Uh, what did you see from them? I know Aubrey had a couple of threes. Catherine Mayhall did what Catherine always does. I know she had a fade away down on the baseline one time as you guys took one, but I think it was a four point lead at the time and built it to nine in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know I. Elsa and Aubrey, both, you know, hardworking individuals. It, it, and I can't stress enough for them, for those two to be successful. Their, their defense bleeds into their offense, and it bleeds confidence into them offensively to go finish at the rim, to go knock down shots from the perimeter. Um, you know, Elsa's just a freshman, and, you know, she's, I'm sure she would agree with this. She's taken her lumps early on. Uh, but I thought tonight, you know, something clicked, which hopefully – that keeps going. Um, you know, Aubrey's always been a good shooter. Um, but I, you know, I gave her the assignment of, of guarding one of the, uh, one of their, well, their best player um, in the, the shout girl. And, you know, she, she locked her down. She worked the tail off on the defensive end. And I think that bled confidence into the offensive side of things for her. Coach, let's bounce back to Tuesday. Ended up falling down at Atlantic 49-42. Uh, to 42. Another slow start, down 14-7 at the end of the first quarter. Really played with them um, the rest of the game. What did you guys take away from Tuesday night? That we can hang with, with, with a good team. I mean, Atlantic is they're, – they're good. They're, they're big. They're physical. Um, they, you know, they, they have a, they have a, 
an idea of how to play the game. Um, their coach does a great job of coaching that. They want to feed the post. They want to get to the rim. Um, they're going to set screens. They're going to look to take advantage of, of you not communicating. And, you know, I think for us it was, hey, we dug ourselves in because we didn't communicate, and how are we going to fix that? And I think we did. You know, for three quarters we played pretty good basketball. Just didn't, didn't finish the game. Um, you know, couldn't get some shots to fall. I think maybe some, some bad habits from the past kicked out and I was like, okay, I've got the ball in my hand. I got to let go of it where, you know, it's got to be the other way. Be patient, you know, get a great look. You just gave up a bucket on the other end. Take your time and get a great look. Um, and we're learning that. Um, it's a kind of a learn by fire um, aspect of things. But, you know, the more that we, we, we play the game and the more that we see those kinds of situations, I think that's what led into tonight. You know, it was a close game in the third quarter and we handled it and we, instead of, you know, ending up on the short end, we decided to put our foot on the gas and, and finish strong. Coach, you guys don't get a lot of time to turn around. You come back, you got Green County coming up today. I'll be out there to broadcast. We'll have the live video running for everybody on the Facebook page and, uh, and the YouTube channel as well. Um, what are you looking at with Green County, and how do you get the girls ready for a quick turnaround? You know, I, I told them, I said, we got four games in five days. Um, you know, tonight was was number one. It's like a four-game series. How are we going to finish? Um, you know, tomorrow is number two. You know, I think we got to just make sure that we're locked in between our ears, doing our doing our job, and no matter what our role is um, on the team, and you know, executing to a T, um, finishing at the rim, uh, moving our feet on defense, getting rebounds, getting the ball up the floor in transition. Um, you know, finishing at the rim with a purpose, not just you know, not just getting to the rim because I got to the rim. Uh, and I think those little things are only going to continue to make us better going forward well coach as always we appreciate your time uh can't wait to get out there and see you and, and watch the girls and call that game later on this afternoon again about a 145 start with pregame on kkrl girls game extended expected to start at two o'clock this afternoon so appreciate you joining us here today uh, and look forward to seeing you out there later on today awesome thanks jeff i appreciate it you bet. Head coach Andrew Klink again with the Kemper girls basketball team. We're back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. Hi, this is Kerry Axman with Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate. I would like to thank you for allowing me to protect your family, business, home, and your future. Merry Christmas from myself, Terry Axman, my family, and our Mid-Iowa team. Talk a little Carroll girls basketball joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Head coach Katie Cook, Tigers last night traveled over to Ballard, ended up falling in that game. Did pick up a win, though, last Saturday at Storm Lake. Coaches, always appreciate your time. Thanks, Jeff. It's good to be here. You bet. Coach, let's start with last night's game. Played well the way it sounds uh, in a tight game. Uh, I think tied uh, in the third quarter midway through. Uh, Ballard got a little bit warm, able to kind of pull away uh, for a uh, 59-40 to victory. But uh, happy with how things went, especially through the first two and a half to three quarters last night? Well, yeah, I'm happy. You know, it's like it's a mix of feelings right now because I, I, I feel like we could have, we could have won the game. Um, but, but yeah, I, I see, I see a lot of potential there. I see, um, I see some growth with our team. So that, that makes me excited. What's the growth that you saw that you're happy with? I think we're, we're developing into a very strong defensive team um, and, and making different kinds of defensive adjustments on the fly. Um, we're pretty strong there uh, it's on the offensive end where we need to figure out uh how best to get points 
So how did the offense play last night? I know 40, uh, you, you said the other night you're going to need to score more than that, but did you execute well and get good looks? We did. I think we, we did a better job of, of trying to get to the lane. Um, Ballard's an excellent defensive team, uh, so to put 40 up against them is, is, is nothing to laugh at. I mean, it, I was proud of their effort. Um, we made, we did a good job from the free throw line. Uh, we had some girls get hot from the outside. It was nice to see some threes go in from Madison Tuning, uh, Cameron Shabel, Caitlin Aiden, uh, Kennedy Tyne had one off the bench. It did look like Madison got a little more aggressive Tuesday night against a winter set late in that game. Did she come out more aggressive looking for her own shot a little bit last night? She did. I'd say Maddie is coming into her own. Um, she she's comfortable being a leader on our team and, and getting in there and mixing things up a little bit. And then uh, it looked like Olivia Rowetter, a, a pretty solid game for you last night. And, and of course, Caitlin Aiden also with uh, eight for you last night. Uh, let's jump back to last Saturday, talk about uh, a really good performance. You guys uh, went up to Storm Lake. I, I remember talking to you about Avery DeHaan and, and I think the Martin girl, their two freshmen. Uh, it sounded like defensively you guys had an outstanding performance holding them to and even the, their other post players in, in check. Yeah, we yeah Saturday was a, a good game for us. We, we were able to get stops um, defensively. They, I mean, they had a girl. I think that Avery DeHaan's averaging twenty five a game, um, and then they had a, another girl averaging about eighteen. Um, and I think we held we held their post player to zero uh, points. So I was proud of our effort, um, and it was just nice to get a win on the road. And it sounds like Shane Ashinger, a player that played really well defensively for you. What stood out about her defensive effort? She, Shane's just, you know, you you put her in, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get 100% effort. You know, she's going um, to she's gonna play tough. If we ask her to front, she'll front. If we ask her to run point, she'll run point. She, she'll just do whatever the team needs her to do. How did you get, how did you feel like you guys executed offensively in that game? Um, we did pretty well. I mean, things we did a good job of. I mean, you asked me this it was a week ago, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember on the fly a little bit. But um, anytime you come out ahead, Jeff, I'm it's good for me. <laughs> Coach, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you kind of looking back. Tuesday night, I was at the winter set game. Um, I thought you guys did a pretty good job on Jenna Young that night, kind of harassing her. But um, Winter said able to just kind of get out and, and go a little bit, uh, able to knock down some shots. I, I thought offensively you guys struggled. Kind of your overall thoughts on that game Tuesday night against Winter Set? Yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. Um, offensively, we just couldn't get things going. We couldn't hit shots. Um, it, and, but on the defensive side, we did a good job. Like we're, we're a strong defensive team. We just got to figure out how to make teams click offensively. Coach, what has stood out for you? You got one game left here before the break. Uh, You're home Tuesday night with Bondurant Ferrar. We'll touch on that here in a moment. But where do you feel this team is at uh, with, with the holiday break right around the corner? I feel, um, and I've told them this, I feel like they're on the verge. You know, they're, they're this close to to being one of the top teams in the conference from pulling off a big win against a Ballard or, you know, maybe like a Gilbert or a North Pole. Um, but we're right there in the mix. I just need them to, to, to believe it like we do, like the coaching staff does. Is that one of the big things right now is just trusting in themselves and believing in themselves? Uh, somewhat. Maybe some of them. Yeah. 
Coach mentioned Bondurant for our coming up uh, on uh, Tuesday night. You guys get them at home. Um, what are you looking at with the Blue Jays this season? Uh, they've got a strong inside game, um, and and they play some some half court zone. So we'll be uh, focusing on our zone offense and um, looking into how to shut down their inside game. Most of the time, the weakness in the zone is at the free throw line. Is that where you can attack from against them? Do you think? Oh, possibly, yeah, the free throw line, maybe the short corners, um, kick out for threes. What are you guys going to focus on here this weekend then and stuff? Is it just that zone offense? Do you feel the defense is where it needs to be right now? I think, well, you know, we can, we're going to always work on defense. We're going to always try and get better um, in all areas. But, um, yeah, I think we'll take a minute and, and reflect on our loss uh, to Ballard last night and see what we can learn from that, and then um, turn the corner Monday and, and focus a little bit on our game plan for Bondurant for us. Well, Coach, as always, it's good to catch up with you. Appreciate you joining us. You get you get to get away from me for a couple of weeks. We won't have a coaching show again until January the 7th. So appreciate all the time here in the first part of the season. I think I see you out at the, the Ballard game or, or, excuse me, the Bondurant game on Monday. I know we have it covered anyway uh, on Tuesday. But uh, appreciate all the time. Have a great weekend. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All right, you too. Thanks, Jeff. Head coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up next here on KCIM. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. We're going to talk a little Kemper girls wrestling right now. Joining us is head coach Gary Schmitz, of course, the new head coach for the Kemper girls program. And Gary, always good to catch up with you. Yeah, yeah, we was a busy week, and uh, like always, getting this time of the year, and uh, and we got uh, Christmas right around the corner, so there will be a little bit of a break then. Yeah, absolutely, and you'll get a break from me. I, I won't bug you again until the week of January the 7th. <laughs> We're taking the, the next couple of weeks off from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. But, Coach, you guys had kind of a strange week. You went to Panorama on Monday. You were scheduled originally to, to host a couple of teams Thursday night along with the boys. And then last night, Friday night, you were supposed to be up at the Spencer Tournament. Well, with the weather, um, nothing happened Thursday night. And then Friday night, you ended up uh, getting uh, canceled as well. So uh, just the one kind of a tournament uh, this week for you guys with what started out to look like a really busy week. Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. Um, you you got you kind of got a plan in place on how to prepare um, your athletes, and then it all kind of falls apart. So you got to go back to just get, getting back in the room and uh, brushing up on uh, technique. 
So is that the big focus for you guys? I was just going to ask, how do you guys handle that? You mentioned you get a plan in place to get them ready, and then all of a sudden you don't have it. So especially with a first-year program, some first-year wrestlers, uh, how do you kind of work around all the weather issues that we've had already this season? Well, you know, as you know, the sport of wrestling is kind of unique where, you know, um, any other sport, well, if you get canceled, just go back to practice and you practice and get ready for the next one. But it's hard on the athlete because we're at the time of the year right now where we got a, a few girls that want to um, get down to a certain weight class. So they, they're kind of really watching what they're eating and, and trying, to, trying to get down to that next weight class. So, you know, you tell them to stay hydrated, eat the right things up to a certain point, and then they have to uh, kind of get rid of the water weight to make a certain weight while you do that you're trying to do it two nights in a row and then nothing happens so they did it for not and it's it can be frustrating for them and and uh, it kind of disappoint it's hard for them to stay uh, motivated when they when they go to that weight loss part of the part of the sport and then they don't have to weigh in so <laughs> yeah that i'm 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 glad, especially at my age now, I don't have to worry about the whole way in thing, Coach. Um, you did get a meet in <laughs> on Monday night. Went over to Panorama. Sounded like it was kind of a long night with a lot of wrestlers over there. Um, took four girls over. Kyla Wiskus finished third. Allie Sommerfeld finished in third. Sadie Smith and uh, Kennedy Walterman both finished up in second place. What did you see from your girls Monday night, and what kind of growth have you seen so far? Well, you know, that was... Uh... I think it was a learning experience for the, the tournament um, directors for the school of Panorama. Um, and and it, it is that way for a lot of schools. It's such a unique being a first year. There's a lot of schools that aren't sure about how to run uh, one of these tournaments. And they had a lot of teams, and it kind of got maybe overwhelming a little bit. But I told the girls as we were warming up, this is it's it's all this is called adversity. How do you prepare for something that's out of the norm? And that's kind of what it was. It was it was hard to actually find a spot to even warm up and get ready. And then they had mats in three different locations. And when you're there, but only two coaches, you're like scrambling a little bit trying to figure out who's going to cover what. So there's that adversity on, you know, being out of the norm. Um, and I think that kind of caught us off guard just a little bit. Um, and some of these um, formats that schools are trying to utilize, we had one of our girls, um, Kyla Wiskus, unfortunately she didn't wrestle until like 9 o'clock at night, and she, so she sat around for almost three, three-and-a-half hours and wasn't sure when, when she was going to be up. And that right there really kind of dictated in a, in a bad way how her performance was because she's a lot better wrestler than that, and she she has showed that in the past. Um, so, you know, she was she was disappointed, and I think as a team we were a little bit disappointed. Um, and we had some highlight points. We we kind you know we talk about that adversity, and everybody had to deal with that. Um, but we had some performances that were pretty gritty. We were down in matches, and we came back and and, and won some there, and. Um, this was one of the first times that actually Kennedy Walterman um, had some had three matches for the evening, and she come out and got got two wins. So she was uh, really happy about that. She 
she's changed her performance a little bit, and she 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 wasn't feeling the best. She had a I think she had a pinched nerve or something in her hip, and she was not feeling real great. But she she ground out those matches, and she won. So that was a that was a plus on that side. Coach, it sounds like the girls though really buying into what they need to do uh, to 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 kind of get better every single day and and every week. Yeah, yeah, they really are. And you know, sometimes when you get a bad bad performance or performance that um, you weren't real happy with. On the ride home, as a coach, I'm sitting here, uh, my, my gears are turning in my head, and I'm sitting here, you know what, um, how do we fix this? And I think um, every coach will probably agree, you go back to basics. You go back to, you know, the basics are usually, if you're not following that, that's where things go awry and go bad for you. So on um, the next day there, on Wednesday, we gotta, we sat down and we discussed some of the basics that, you, they have to really concentrate on, and we had some great conversation. We didn't even break a sweat, but I thought that was probably the best part of our practice, of just sitting there discussing the highs and lows of that meet, and we, we broke down some of the performance, and uh, I think that's right there. Sometimes you just have to go back to your basics. You guys uh, now get the weekend and Monday to get ready. You're hosting your first girls' invite up at Kemper on Tuesday. Not going to be a lot of teams there. What do you do to get ready, and and how excited are you and the girls to get to host your first Kemper girls' invite on Tuesday night? Well, it's you know there's a lot of work that goes into that. Um, you know, I've been trying to prepare and and uh, keep track of everything that needs to go into a tournament like that. And anybody's ran one, you're sit, you you sit there and what am I forgetting? So and then when you you as a coach are doing that, you sit there and wonder, am I forgetting about my athletes themselves who have to actually have to perform? So I'm kind of weighing on that a little bit and making sure that we're ready to go ourselves so we have a good performance. Um, but it is exciting, you know, having bringing some schools in and um, trying to trying to treat them right. You know, and put a put a put a good performance on for them, and so they have a good experience. Well, I tell you what, Coach, I have a feeling knowing you, with as passionate as you are about it, things will go very well on Tuesday. You'll have your girls ready, and the tournament will run smoothly. So, appreciate you joining us here today. Wish you the best of luck. Enjoy the weekend. I'm sure I'll see you up at the Carol Invite uh, for the boys a little bit later on today. I'm sure you're going to be hanging out and checking that out. So, we'll see you a little bit later on today, and uh, best of luck coming up Tuesday. Absolutely. Well, thank you much. Head coach Gary Schmitz again with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Program. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Shane Vaughn, the head boys wrestling coach with the Kemper Knights, joining us here on this Saturday morning. The Knights uh, were in action last Saturday. We're supposed to have a meet this past uh, Thursday, but uh, the weather took that one off of the board. They will be in action a little bit later on this morning out at the Carroll Invite. Joining us right now again is head coach Shane Vaughn. And Shane, appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. Yeah, glad to be here. Coach, uh, let's let's bounce back real quick to, to, to last weekend. Uh, you guys went over to the Ogden Duels. 
had a four and one day uh really good day overall as a team rolled by green county uh lost to algona as your only loss they ended up being the champion you beat woodward granger uh you knock off east county and you defeat the uh, dallas intergrime all-stars as well so a good day the way it looks how did you feel like the day went yeah you know it, it went pretty well um Hard to be upset about a, a four and one day in duels, but you know every time we compete, there's good things happening and there's stuff that makes us realize we still got a lot to clean up. But overall, I feel like we're kind of progressing in the right direction, so that's always good to see. What stood out for you on the positive side of the things? What what did the boys do well last week? Felt like we uh, stayed a little more composed in matches. You know, if we got gave up points earlier, got taken down, our our head stayed up, and we kind of kept coming after it and had a few matches that we won, you know, kind of more so on guts and heart than anything else. So that was really encouraging to see. What were some of those matches that uh, you felt like were guts and heart? That was the difference. You know, one of the last ones of the day, um, Will Healy had one where, you know, you can, you can make every excuse in the book, but the fact of the matter was he ended up going to four overtimes with the kid from Dallas center and kind of pulled one out on heart. But there were any number of times where, you know, he could have put his head down about this call or that call or this move, you know, any of those things. But he just kept plugging away and got the finally got the win in overtime. So that was really cool to see from him and encouraging to see a senior, you know, has kind of kind of always been right there, but starting to have his little breakthrough moments. So he picked up a three to two win. How did he get that uh, last point there to get the win? That went down to the final ride out overtime. So we had to get away um, and the kid actually locked his hands, but. Then we ended up getting away as well. So, you know, regardless, that was that was our match to go get, and Will took care of business. The one that jumps out to me as being most impressive, probably the win over Green County. We chatted a little bit about them last week. They were a ranked team uh, right here in the local area, so that one had to feel good uh, to go out and, and see that you guys wrestled well. Yeah, it did. Um, you know, they got a lot of tough kids, and, man, they do have some studs for sure, but top to bottom, like, we were able to go out and battle, and, get points where we could and kind of minimize damage in some other areas so that was a good dual win for us for sure picked up three wins by fall connor hayes also had a a 10-1 decision uh excuse me a will healy had a 10-1 major decision in that one um how was uh, how was will able to kind of dominate that match and get that major decision so will's always been good about you know going out and getting to his takedowns but he's finally starting to flow together more where he can work from a takedown right up to to putting people in their back and kind of blowing matches wide open when he's doing that, he's real dangerous. What it stu- what stood out for you about uh, the way you guys performed against uh, Woodward Granger and also against Esac County, another one of the area teams? You know, again, both of those were just matches where, it, and we always kind of stress, you know, don't worry too much about team score. Like, obviously, got to be smart in situations, but go out and take care of your match, and the team score is going to be what it is. And we had a lot of guys that just went out and did that. You know, they went out and looked for ways to score points and kind of kept their foot on the pedal and it panned out well for us. Algona that good uh, that they were able to get you guys 58-15 that final score or did, was that just one of those matches where things started kind of wrong and just kind of never got quite quite going for you guys? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely tough. Um, you know, top to bottom, they've got they've got quite a few kids that are definitely tactically skilled wrestlers and they have some that just don't want to go out and turn it into a street fight, but regardless, there there were a few matches where felt like we could have kept things closer but overall you know perhaps to them they're a solid team i know it's hard probably to remember every single match but caleb hoffman picks up a win at the 355 mark so just before the end of the second period uh, against algona how was he able to get that fall there right before the end of the period 
kid's a hammer on top, honestly. <laughs> like he, it's really cool to see, especially for a freshman. But when he gets on top, he's real dangerous. He's been working to put people away, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see him progressing in that department and kind of picking up confidence as the year goes on. Coach, you guys were scheduled to host Lewis Central in Atlantic Caminita on Thursday night. The weather wiped that one off the docket. Hopefully it'll get rescheduled for the second half of the season. But how tough of a year? I've asked all the wrestling coaches, and even Deb Danner talked to her a little bit about, you know, this uh, this weather this year has, has, I mean, this is four or five nights already this year before the Christmas holiday break that uh, either most of the events or all of the events have been either postponed or canceled. How is that impacting you guys, and how are you dealing with that? You know, it's been a weird year. Uh, you know, we got days where we're walking out of practice and it's like 40, 45 degrees out. And then we have days where we come out and there's that icy sleet mixture coming down. But just kind of taking advantage of the practices we have and, you know, staying focused when we're not at school has been something we've been talking to our guys about and kind of trying to live the lifestyle, you know. Um, Thursday this week, we didn't have school, obviously, so we had those duels get canceled. But guys came back Friday and they weren't crazy way over on weight. They had stayed focused. A lot of them had gotten a workout in on their own. So things like that are pretty cool when you have guys that are, you know, dedicated and staying focused when they're not right there with you. Back at it again today out at the Carroll Invite. What are you hoping to see out of the guys today? Uh, kind of just, you know, put a cap on our first half of the year. Um, that Christmas break is kind of our, our dividing point, obviously, but kind of you know we've, we've off to a good start so far um seven and one in duels you know a couple nice tournament finishes so if we're able to go out and compete well today and perform well heading into break i'll feel pretty good about where we're at heading into the back half of the year really like the competition that you guys are going to see today yeah i do uh, a lot of tough teams there you know we'll see green county again they're always solid um carol's tough you know manson's got a, some guys so a lot, of, a lot of good competition, but a lot of matches where we can go kind of win and put ourselves back on the map a little bit. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us here. We won't have a show for a couple of weeks. We're going to take two weeks off through the holidays, so we'll be back with you January the 7th. I'm sure I'll talk to you and see you prior to that. But uh, have a yeah, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you out there later on today on at the Carol Invite. Yeah, thank you very much. Head coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kemper Boys wrestling team back with more from the MC Coach Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sam Vanami, the head girls wrestling coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us here on this Saturday morning on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Shoot Tigers with an outstanding week this last week. They did have their meet on Thursday over at Gilbert, uh, postponed, or Tuesday, excuse me. But uh, um, what a great week uh, that they had last week and went up to the West Monona Tournament. Coach, appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. I know headed off to the Carroll Boys invite here shortly, but uh, thanks for joining us here this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning. You bet. Uh, let's let's bounce back to West Monona tournament last week and uh, took second place up there. Almost won it, just seven points behind Lamar's, who uh, brought home the team title. Uh, but uh, you had four girls go up there and and, and bring home individual titles and wrestle really well the, the way it looks on uh, Saturday. Yeah, we did. We did really good. Um, I'm very proud of those girls, and they should be proud of themselves. We. Uh, like I said, last week we were just working on our basics, going back to what needs to be cleaned up a little bit, and I think that showed that we needed to do that because we we showed up, and the girls were able to go in there with a little bit more confidence in their moves, and they 
they were so excited. They were so proud of themselves. It seems like a lot of the names uh, with those championships becoming very, very consistent. Uh, Julia Canny, Avery Burke, and Chloe Jones have had a lot of success. Um, let's talk about some of the other girls. Who stood out for you as some of the other girls that wrestled for you last Saturday? Sure. Um, I had Bree Kiger. She's, you know, she's been, she's a freshman and she's working her way up. And just you can see the from the first time she wrestled until now, she's staying in there longer and she's hitting the moves and she's a great listener. So she's constantly working on improving. And, um, Aileen Ogle, she got a pin and she, again, she's another one that's just puts her head down and she gets to work. And honestly, that's almost not a fair question. Cause like all of those girls, <laughs> they, they come to show up and they, yep. they do the best that they can. And, Every week they're improving whether or not they see it or they believe it. I see it. And even if it's just being in there for an extra 10 seconds, if it's being in there for another round, that's better than what they did last week. And that's more than what they thought they could deliver. So they should be proud of that. And, heck, I'm I'm so proud of them. A couple other girls I'll throw out names here for you. Emma Grossman and, and Riley Coates both look like they wrestled really well. Grossman finishing up in second. Yes. Emma was so excited. She got a pin, and she was on cloud nine. She had that whole cheering crowd just yelling and screaming for her. And um, she worked hard this last week getting to where she needed to be weight-wise and um, in the weight room, and she should walk away proud of that. What is the differences that you've seen so far kind of in practices from the beginning of the year to where you guys are at now? You're, you know, you're almost halfway uh, through the regular season. So my guess is practice is a little different now than what they were early on. Yeah, I mean, I think in the beginning it's fair to say that they were just working to in practice to get through it, um, surviving, if you will. And now they are getting through the warm-up and it's a lot easier for them and they're asking more of the right questions you know where do I put my leg where do I put my arm how do I get out of this and they they're coming to myself and saying you know I really want to work on this is that a possibility absolutely yes what else do you have concerns or you're not sure about we can work on that and just so they're going back and they're watching their videos and seeing stuff that oh I could I could have done better on that or you know I never thought of this. Can you teach me how to do this? And it's, yes, absolutely. How, how much time do you do you have? I'll show you. Coach, we've had kind of a strange late fall here, heading into winter here soon. Um, I was talking with Deb Danner earlier, and you know we we kind of mentioned that you know she's been coaching since '01. I've been in radio for almost 24 years, covering high school sports. I can't remember not saying there hasn't been one, but uh, a season up to this point where we've had so many postponements and cancellations. That means sometimes you guys miss in practice. Thursday you missed the meet over at Gilbert because it got postponed. Um, how has that impacted you know, getting these girls ready and just getting all the reps that they need and, and missing meets at times as well? It's Iowa weather, so it is what it is. You know, we got to kind of be flexible. But as far as trying to get in the extra time, when we do have practice in the afternoon, um, you know, we typically have a two-hour practice, and I will tell the girls, if you want to stay and run, if you want to get in an extra lift, I'd be more than happy to stay as long as it takes for you to get that done. Um, when they have time during a study hall or advisory or even their PE class, you know, I'll tell them, 
if you want to run and utilize that time, I'd be more than happy to get you in there and get that workout, um, put in the time and I'll make, you know, if you're willing to do it, I'm willing to make it happen for you one way or another, or if I need to talk to one of the teachers, but we make the wrestling room or the weight room available and, or open for those kids as much as we can. And they know that sometimes their time is limited and they, they've been pushing themselves. Coach, you guys headed up to the boys' invite here in town today as Carol hosting theirs. What do you what do you want to have the girls see, take away from being at that tournament besides just cheering on the boys today? Just walking in there and supporting supporting the boys and showing that presence that you know we uh, were there to support them and cheer for them, and hopefully the girls can walk away too with just even watching a couple of the matches just. You pick up on things, whether or not you realize you're doing it, but when you're able to sit there and watch a match of someone and you can call out what they should be doing, that's just it's a perfect learning experience for them. And just wanting them to see um, you know, some of the takedowns or some of the reversals, and when it's done by somebody else, sometimes it's just it kind of clicks a little bit easier for them. Coach, next Tuesday, um, you guys head up to take on at Kemper. Uh, that one should be a fun one. These girls all know each other, so that that's going to make this even more fun. Yeah, we're excited for that one. It's I think it's going to draw in a big crowd as far as you know, just being local here. And you got Kemper, and you got Carroll, and even some of the other schools like Perry that we've already wrestled. So these girls are able to just mentally kind of prepare and to have the presence available for maybe some people that aren't able to get out of town to come and see us, just to have that extra support. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us here. We wish you the best of luck. Happy uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We won't get a chance to have you on for the next couple of weeks over the holiday break as we won't have another show till January the 7th. So appreciate all the time. Enjoy the weekend, and I'm sure I'll see you up there at the Carroll Invite here in a little while. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Happy uh, again, head, head coach uh, Sam Vanami uh, with the Carroll Girls Wrestling Team. We're back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up next here on KCIM. You're listening to KCIM Carroll, also broadcasting on translator K236CV at 95.1 on the FM dial. Proudly serving all of Western Iowa, we are Carroll Broadcasting. Becoming a professional race car driver takes time. Quitting smoking does too. It's not about stopping in one day. It's about starting with day one. Get the resources and support you need to quit smoking at cancer.org slash smokeout. Talking here this morning on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show with Deb Danner. Of course, she is the boys swim coach with the Carroll Boys Swim Team. And Deb, as always, good to catch up with you. Yeah, it's always good to be here. Deb, you and I were talking during the commercial break here that uh, this has maybe been the weirdest start to a winter sports season that either of us can remember. Um, I've been covering high school sports in Iowa for about 24 years now, and I think 19 here in Carroll. And you said you've been uh, coaching swimming since 2001. Neither one of us can remember a year where we've had so many postponements and cancellations like what happened to you guys on Thursday. Yeah, it's just been crazy. I, I don't remember ever having a season like this this early on um after christmas yeah we'll get some postponements but not this early in the season 
Yeah, it's been wild, but luckily, even though there was some weather in the area on Tuesday night, uh, you guys were, uh, Monday night, excuse me, you guys were able to get your, your meet in at home. It was the home opener. Uh, you hosted a really good Sioux City team. Uh, they ended up beating you 98-56, to 56. but uh, one of the other conversations you and I were having quickly during the break was, that was the first meet you guys have had all of your guys there because of, uh, you know, illnesses and, and other reasons, but uh, finally had a whole team together. Right, yeah, <laughs> It was nice to have the whole team, but it was, um, you know, not expecting a whole lot out of some of these swimmers that have been out for quite some time. So, but I mean, they they were all happy to be there, and they were excited just to be able to get back in the water and swim again. So, um, it, it was it was a good night. It was a real good night for them. What did you take away from the night, then, especially from the guys that maybe hadn't practiced for a week? Yeah, you know what? Um, they still swam really good times. Um, you know, they yeah they they wanted they want to do this. They they're here for a reason, and and no matter what, they're going to give it their all, and and they did it, and it was just fantastic. Um, you know, and the other boys can see the excitement with them too. You know, granted they haven't been to practice and having to go through all that, but you know it, it really helps the rest of the team too when they are there and and able to participate with some weather in the area you guys tried to speed things up a little bit how much as well did that kind of influence how the meet turned out uh, i know you didn't swim the 500 but um you know trying to get sioux city back on the road in the weather to get them home yeah um i wouldn't say it really played a, a major factor in in the whole outcome of the meet um you know we we did make sure that if there was back-to-back events um that the boys got a little bit of rest time before they had to jump back in and, and go. But, um, you know, it it, it it went for both teams, you know, with dropping the 500. We we both had swimmers that were going to go back-to-back events. Um, but like I said, they, they got a little bit of rest, and so they were all pretty much in the same boat in every sense. So, um, you know, it, it the meet was it was a good meet, and, and I think we did very well with it. What did you see from Legan in his 100? He picked up a first place and then was part of uh, the 200 freestyle relay with Kyle Sundrup, Ty Thomas, and Tristan Blair that won as well. Yeah, um, so Legan's been out the longest of all my boys, um, but he still managed to uh, push out a 52.63 in his 100 free, not feeling great, but um, that's pretty close to his best time when he swam at the Boone Relays, so um, I'd say he's doing just fine. <laughs> uh, you know, he he might be, you know, have a little sinus infection going now and whatever, but, um, you know, the kid is determined. He, he wants to do this. He's excited about swimming, and, you know, he's not going to let it stop him. So, uh, you know, that was just great to, to watch him swim and, and to be able to go that hard. You could see it, it took a lot out of him when he was done with his race. You could see it. But, um, you know, he he's all about swimming. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the kid. He, he came in and, and he did everything he could. Some of those other names I mentioned in that uh, relay, that one as well, uh, have been swimming really well for you guys. Uh, Ty Thomas, uh, Kyle Sundrup, uh, Tristan Blair, Jacob Graving, just to, to name a few of the guys that uh, it seemed like have been swimming well for you here early in the season. Oh, yeah, they've been doing a fantastic job um you know their their times are fairly close to where we left off last year so you know that's always a positive for the team um 
you know, we're just going to get faster from there. So, um, yeah, they, they've been doing a fantastic job swimming some great times. Um, always more than happy to swim whatever event I need filled in. And, um, you know, I really appreciate all their efforts. Let's bounce back to last Saturday here real quick. Uh, took third uh, at Des Moines Hoover again. Didn't have all your guys uh, ended up. I know Boone was the one you were hoping to get, and you ended up just slipping to them by 13 points as they took second place. But what did you see from the guys that were able to swim for you last Saturday? You know, they all went in with this great attitude. They're, they were bound and determined to get Boone, um, you know, they they went as hard as they could. I was just really happy with their efforts. Um, you know, like I said, we, we swam a few different events with missing three of the 12. Um, that's that's a big number, you know, three out of 12. So, um, you know, they, they had to swim a few different events. We weren't able to fill in all of our varsity events. But, um, you know, they, they fought it as hard as they could and tried – placing as high as they could to, to gain as many points as possible. But, um, you know, it, it just wasn't quite enough. And um, But, no, the, I, I'm really super proud of these guys. They, they put forth everything they had, and, you know, we just fell a little bit short. And, and that's okay. We, we, did, we worked hard, and, and we did the best we could. According to the schedule I got, you finally get a weekend off a Saturday, uh, then one more swim meet uh, before uh, the holiday break. That comes up next Tuesday, um, and you guys are going to be uh, hosting a Fort Dodge and Spencer out at the rec center. So what are you looking for with that uh, meet coming up uh, on Tuesday next week? So hopefully we still have a whole team, and <laughs> you know the boys have been able to practice. All the boys have been able to practice, so it's great. Um, just like to finish out this first half of the season with a bang and and hopefully uh, we can see some fantastic times. Well coach as always we appreciate you joining us so we wish you the best of luck coming up next Tuesday and uh, enjoy a, a Saturday. I'm sure you're going to head off and probably um, you know watch some swimming somewhere uh, and stuff but enjoy a weekend off. I will thank you. You bet head coach Deb Dander again with the Carol Boys Swim Team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up next year on KCIM. From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, we are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Let's talk a little. Carol Boys Wrestling with head coach Eric Noggle joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us here this morning. No problem. Absolutely. I know you guys busy. You got your invite coming up a little bit later this morning. We'll briefly talk about that here in a moment. But uh, congrats. I know Thursday's meet over at Gilbert postponed, but uh, you guys had a really good day last Saturday over at the Ogden Duels, taking second place. Uh, just the one loss on the day to Algona, otherwise wins over Gilbert. Um, the Dallas uh, Center Grimes JV team, also North Butler and Ogden, uh, and some pretty comfortable wins in those as well. Yeah, we wrestled pretty good. Um, Algona probably could wrestle a little bit better, but I'm not taking anything away from them. They got a pretty good team, but I still think we're we're not a 25 point deficit team from them. But um, that was a long day, long duels. Like we said, we haven't had many duels, so that was kind of our first experience to wrestle four or five duels in one day, and and uh, it turned out to be a long day. But I think we wrestled pretty well. You think that was the biggest factor in the Algona match, or what did you think stood out for you in that loss to Algona? 
Algona, they just physically came out and beat us. That's the bottom line. They beat us on the mat and beat us in certain positions. And um, I don't think it had to be tired because they wrestled as much as we did. It just, um, I think we just let it slip away and lost focus in, in some certain positions and things like that. And like I said, nothing against them. I think they graduated two kids last year and they were, they, they beat us last year and were tough as well. And, and they're going to have, they have a really good team. So nothing to take away from Algona. We just, we just let it slip by us. Convincing win over Gilbert, somebody in the Raccoon River Conference. You were supposed to be going over there on Thursday, but that got postponed. How are you guys able to dominate uh, Gilbert so much? Um, I, we just we just match up pretty well. I mean, they, I think they had a couple kids that were sick and missing, but you know, Gilbert's a strong team, and and they they usually have some tough kids in there that can that can change some matches and things like that. But um, it was all it's all matchups, you know, where we're kind of a little bit younger or whatever, you know, they had a couple more, they had a couple guys that had a little more experience than us and that got us. And then where we had way more experience than them, that's where we got the benefit from ours. But um, this, this, this team's really good at, and we, and we teach that mentality of that snowball effect. Once that snowball or that train gets moving, it, it's really hard to stop. And we, we don't want too many bumps in the middle. We just try to keep that momentum going. So one guy gets a win, next guy gets a win. And then once that train gets going or that snowball effect, it's kind of like playing Harlan in football. Once they start scoring, it's really hard to beat them because they're just free running. So that's that's kind of the mentality that we, we want to do as well. Uh, Coach, that jumps me down to your guys' matchup with North Butler then. Um, you, you won the first one with Chase Regaler by falling 45 seconds, but then Yep. Drop the next three matches. Uh, yeah. Jamison Polking though steps in and gets you a huge win to kind of flip that momentum, and then you guys go on to win that one fifty four thirty. Yeah, uh, and and again we you know our eighty two is weighs probably about one sixty eight one seventy. <laughs> so that's <laughs> and he's a freshman. Yeah. So he's wrestling men, and then our ninety five is Tayden Peterson. It's first year out wrestling. I mean, he looks like a man, and and he he he. he walks around like a man but again you know it's 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 like a baby deer on ice he he that was his first wrestling match out there to wrestle a duel and anything and and then 220 gavin was gavin holt was sick for the entire week so we threw jeep clark out there who who had a great win against um um ogden had a nice um nice huge win that the crowd went crazy with and and then you know then colton gets going and we can kind of get back into schedule of things like that but we're going to take our lumps in some of those positions just because of our um experience and our lack of 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 mat time so you know we're gonna we're gonna have some bumps in in some of those weight classes who were some of the guys that stood out for you uh maybe not just because of the wins they had on saturday but because of the way they went out and wrestled um i was really impressed with jira gallagos and not just because jira i mean everybody knows jira can wrestle and he's got those abilities but i was i was way happy with his his leadership as as a senior his um his togetherness to keep the guys together and his continuation of things we've been working on for like the last four years with him is that, that leadership and it's not just him and, and to take those things and, and to be that leader and go out and do what he does. Um, Chase Regaler had a great day. I mean, he's having a lot of fun wrestling after not going out last year. So that's always a positive thing. And, you know, and then you got Cooper and, Owen Cluck, he wrestled amazing. I mean, he's he's such a, such a hard-nosed kid, and he does what you tell him, and he's coachable. And I mean, everybody had their moments, and everybody had their time to shine in there, you know. So I, I was impressed with everybody. Which match did you feel was your best wrestling mat? Did you guess? Do you feel it was against North Butler? Did you feel it was no. is that dominant win against Ogden, or where did you feel as a team you wrestled the best? 
yeah, Ogden, I thought we wrestled really well, and we matched up well with them. And and um, and I think that's probably the best one where we came off and wrestled really, really well. Um, they had some tough kids in, at weight classes. I know they're missing the Munson at 45, which would have been a nice match with Cooper. But um, I know their 13-pounder Munson wrestled really well, and I think we only lost by two to him. And we had opportunities to win that, and I know Drillin's upset with that. But um, I think Ogden probably gave us the toughest matchups. Out, the all-stars from Dallas Center Grimes are always tough, and, you know, you get them. But I, th- I think we wrestled really well against Ogden. Coach, uh, what do you take away from last Saturday? As you mentioned, kind of your first weekend, well, second weekend tournament, but first duels. Not doing duels today. you got your individual tournament coming up. But what do the guys take away from last week that they can use this week here at home? Um, the, the Ogden duel always kind of sets our tone of how, how our year is going to go. Last year it was – it was the unselfishness and guys move into whatever weight class. And I think it's kind of the same thing with these guys this year. I think they want, they want to win so bad that they're willing to do whatever it takes. And, and some of our guys took some losses hard and, and it showed a little bit, but you know, we got to do a better job of holding our character and being a, and being a teammate, not just, you know, sometimes we get stuck in that individuality aspect of it and we feel bad when we lose, which is understandable. And I don't want people to be happy they lost, but you know, it's kind of one of those moments where you got to, Put, pull your socks back up and kind of dust yourself off, and now you got to be there for your buddy. And and um, I, that's the part where I think we need to improve a little bit. But otherwise, I think team-wise, I, I I think these guys want to win, and they they expect it, and they they expect to push each other, and they expect everybody to do their part. And I think that's the best part about our team this year so far. What do you like about today's tournament? Who's all going to be at the Carroll invite? Well, I like it's home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to get a bus on 6.30 in the morning or 5.30 and freeze my rear end off. There but, you go. Um, uh, we're, um, Abe Lincoln's new to the tournament this year. I think they took Ames' place. But otherwise, we have um, Kemper, us, Dennison, Pocahontas, Manson, St. Edmonds, um, Westwood, Green County, um, Abe Lincoln in there. So there's 10 teams in there that are going to be that are going to be pretty good. And, you know, Green County's got three number ones or – Four number ones, heck, I don't even know, and everybody else has got guys in between. So it's it's a nice tournament that's like right before Christmas. It's competitive enough, but it's still kind of that nice little ten man team where you can go in and guys can get some quality wins, and then you know you hope your upperclassmen could get some tough matches in between there and, and do well. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us. I know how busy you are this morning, so appreciate the time. We'll see you up there here in a little bit later on this morning, and uh, have a happy New Year and uh, a Merry Christmas coming up. Yeah, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas to you guys, and uh, thanks for everything you do, and as always, go Tigers. Head coach Eric Noggle again with the Carroll Boys Wrestling Team, back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MCs Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll.
That's going to do it for the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Again, wrestling underway already at a few places in wrestling action today. Carol Boys hosting their invite this morning. Kemper's going to be up at that. Audubon Boys are at the Western Iowa Conference Tournament at Trainer. ESAC Boys are at the Cherokee Tournament. Coon Rabbits Baird Boys and South Central Calhoun Boys are at the Ridgeview Tournament. Audubon Girls go to ADM's Invite. And the South Central Calhoun Girls are over at Boone this morning. In basketball, Glenn Ralston at Arweva at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Girls game followed by the boys and the Kemper Knights hosting Green County. I'll have that broadcast for everybody on kick 106.7. Again, coverage at about 145 with the girls game tipping at 2 o'clock today. We'll also bring you that game on our Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network at YouTube channel so you can watch and listen to the show. Do want to thank Sean Minahan, Randy Beeson, Andrew Clink, Katie Cook, Gary Schmidt, Shane Vaughn, Sam Vanami, Deb Danner, and Eric Noggle for joining us. Thank you for joining us as well. Our player of the game uh, pictures from last night are all up on the Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network social media sites and website. The audio from last night, uh, two double headers, uh, the broadcast of those are available on the website. They've been uploaded as well. The video broadcast uh, from last night's uh, game uh, with the Kemper Knights and Kings Pearson. Both of those games are posted to the YouTube channel. Our video interviews as well from last night's uh, game uh, is up on the Carol Broadcasting Sports Network YouTube channel. And again, you can find game recaps along with the scores and the stats that were sent in to us from all the area coaches on the website at sports.1380kcim.com with the Brinks Exterior Sports Report. Again, you can go to the Brinks Exterior Sports Report. You can go to girls basketball. You can go to boys basketball. You can go to the any of the school's pages that played last night and find all of those results. Have a great weekend, everybody, and thanks for tuning in here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show.